0: We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's Studio here at the ABC and Ultimate for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover and please welcome our panel. It's Gene Kitson, Gary Eck, and Will Anderson. Yay! With the music, it's A.Z. Farrell and the audience this week from Warga, Coffs Harbour, Colborough Beach, Roselle, Menai, and Bayview. Yay! The first, as always, here is the news from nowhere. Down at the local dog park. The scene is one of constant frivolity. Everyone smiles. Everyone says hello. A dog, it seems to me, is the shortest distance between two human beings. Dogs are a magnet for people. They are a lightning rod for conversations. At the same time, I may have become too dependent on my fellow dog owners. Every time a question forms in my mind, instead of turning to Google, I think, there'll be an answer at the dog park. (laughs) Just this week, there was a grand swapping of professional services. It started with a single question from an older chap. Does anyone know a good computer person? ''Oh, I've got one,'' said a lady. ''But I'm slightly loath to share his details in case he gets booked up. ''I'd be willing to do so in return for a good dentist.'' ''Oh, I have one of those,'' said a young mother jiggling a toddler on her hip. ''But I wonder if anyone knows a good place where you can get your knives sharpened.'' ''Oh, the butcher up the road does that,'' said a man walking past with a whippet. ''He's quite brilliant at it, but I'd still kill for the name of a good podiatrist.'' ''Oh, a podiatrist is easy.'' said a woman scratching a Labrador behind the ears. But where, oh, where can you find a maths tutor for a somewhat oppositional 15-year-old boy? (laughs) And so it went, until everyone had everything they required for the week ahead. Into the pot of offerings, I submitted an excellent roofing guy... Out of the pot, I picked up a place you can get your ute tarp repaired. <laughs> the, the only problem about my dog park dependency, friends who are not dog owners think I'm slightly mad. That's a beautiful painting, said a friend the other day, staring into a lush green landscape rendered with exquisite skill by the Sydney maestro Remen Alexander Taco. How did you come across the artist? asked my friend. Oh, I said, at the dog park. He has a Kelpie Cross pup that Clancy simply adores. Or, when asked where I found my accountant, I reply, ''Oh, I met her at the dog park.'' (laughs) At this point, people crinkle their noses as if to say, ''What a peculiar place to find an accountant.'' But what could be a better place? The local greengrocer? A ten-pin bowling alley? A military hardware convention? At least I'm confident my accountant, as owner of an even-tempered pug, is unlikely to suddenly disappear with all my money. (laughs) Of course, meeting people is easier when you both have a dog in tow. Outside the dog park, most conversations have to navigate the rocky shores of the initial landing. So, where do you work? I don't, actually. I was sacked last week. Thanks for bringing it up. (laughs) But children, you have children. Children. Yes, but estranged. They objected to what I did to their parrot. (laughs) Hobbies? Taxidermy. That was the problem with the parrot. (laughs) And suddenly, three questions in, the ship is sinking with all hands lost. Compare this to the soft beach landing available at the dog park. How old is your dog, you might inquire. Or what breed is your dog? Or the shorefire, what a beautiful dog. What's his or her name? Within minutes... You'll have invited each other to dinner. <laughs> Perhaps Clancy is just a good judge of character. He always chooses to play with dogs whose owners are excellent company. God knows how he assesses their character from a distance. Maybe they just smell right. <laughs> Whatever the reason, dog parks are a rich source of not only accountants and podiatrists, but also the small joys of strangers reaching out to each other. A reminder that people, most of the time, are kind generous and welcoming not as good as dogs of course but not half bad and that's the news from nowhere go people go dogs uh, now let's uh, we have a uh, and Gary Eck and, and will anderson let's check you up with this week's news who has to now maintain their injured pride
1: Yeah,
2: well, this is we know we. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, well, this is uh, pretty obvious. It's uh, the Matildas, uh, who unfortunately they've they've got uh, three players out. Uh, They're strikers, and there's the rule. Now, please
3: don't let me know how last night went because I've taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: I've got really good hopes against Australia. I think it's a really close game. I think I'm going to
4: have to give it away because you know, like, if we're talking about the Matildas, we. Oh,
0: it's
4: just it's just part of. This question Don't look at me Like that Will yeah, you're, a, <laughs>
2: you're, you're looking a, like You're going to kill a, me
0: You're a football fan Gary You'd have yeah. you'd Oh have a huge it. fan I yeah.
1: taped it And I watched it again Backwards <laughs> And And we won Backwards
2: will <laughs> so, come
1: from behind Richard yeah, come back. I was like oh, This is easy What is the problem Everyone's crying I'm like What do you mean We, we smashed it 3-1 This is brilliant But uh, yeah No look The three I mean Australia's a bit unlucky They lost three strikers And the rule is Three strikers And you're out <laughs>
2: Yeah so, um, um, I can't no. <laughs> someone you know in the what?
3: audience I because yeah. I thought that was very that was, good material. That, thank you, Will. Yeah, thank and you. I'm yeah. a professional comedian, and they're just idiots. They dragged off the street. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. yeah.
1: yeah. security. We've got a guy down the front. Yeah, yeah groaned during that joke. It was quite brilliant. <laughs> quite I genius, can't right. believe
4: you get three injuries of your star players in training. Like yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, like what are they doing in training? You know, like I think they run at each other head first, which you know must be good training for heading the ball mm. or diving into the. The turf, which our girls don't do, yeah, of course, uh, but. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, I think it was actually really good that we learnt the lesson from the concussions at training and missed all the headers last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Really? Yeah. laughs> I just kept avoiding them yeah. in the box. I yeah. think it worked out really well. <laughs> what <if that laughs>
1: happened to the days when they used to play, you know, injured and stuff? Remember that, you know, yeah. if, you, if you weren't concussed, you weren't allowed to play. I know. You know? If you weren't
4: walking in circles looking <laughs> yeah. days, like, yeah. you know, that's a boring game, really. Yeah. I yeah. mean,
3: here's the thing for people who are like me who aren't really that into, like, soccer itself. But, you know, Australia and the World Cup and you want to be involved. But really, we just want to, like, this is like I'm watching the latest Mission Impossible, and I'm like, where is Tom Cruise? Because Sam Kerr is the only person I want to see. And if the Australians go out, I don't care. Let's get her a visa to a more successful country and get her in their team. <laughs> what accents can you do, Sam? You're Irish now. You're in. Go. <laughs> I
2: I.
4: I've, I. The game I watched last night, which I won't tell you how it turned out, Will, but you know, that's probably uh, the only the second game I've actually watched in my entire life, but I have very few firm ideas about football. Now. Okay, can you
0: explain the offside rule?
4: Well, the offside rule is when you're, um, when you you're meeting the ball, you stop the ball, you do the little dosy do dance around the ball, and then you kick the ball to the w- girls running around the outside, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you kick the ball through a really tiny net, just like. Beer pong, and offside is um, when someone's just tying their shoelace mm, and mm, mm. That, Is that offside?
0: Uh,
2: no, in the wrong corner.
4: Of I don't know what they're... In, offside is when you're in the wrong part of the field, but they run everywhere, don't they?
0: You're a, yeah. <laughs> Thank God I asked Gene
1: and not me yeah. Hall. <laughs> <laughs> we should commentate. That'd be brilliant, no. I
0: reckon. Um, there's people on the field. I don't, why? What are they doing? There's so many of them. You know? Why are they running around like that? Can, Stop can that. We, can we still uh, get through? Can we beat Canada? on Monday? I Look, I reckon Australia
1: with nobody. I'm going to see, I reckon they all get injured and there's one player comes, here comes the Matildas or Matilda. Here she goes, passes to herself, off to herself, back to herself. She's
2: goalie as
3: well.
1: This is brilliant.
2: And all I'm she, I, saying
3: is if I don't see Sam Kerr or, you know what, Miranda Kerr will do. But I,
1: <laughs> I concur with that yeah. word. <laughs>
0: Wait, wait for the groan, wait for the groan. That's good. Concur. What Sir John Kerr in a top hat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who,
1: yeah, or a Wayne. Con- no, wait, 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 wait that one, yeah. Who helped, the, uh, who helped
0: the cinema industry out of the red and into the pink? Oh, pink. Oh. Okay.
3: Well, we know what this is, right? This is the combi- – not just the Barbie movie itself, but the combination of the two movies. But uh, Barbara, Barbie Heimer, ba- Barbie Heimer, they were calling it. Yeah, he Heimer, some, Heimer, that, that is. A, bar- is that what it is? Barbie, barbie bar- Heimer. Bar- 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 barbie – not hi- Barbie Heimann. No, that's, that's – <laughs> exactly. I don't think there was one, was no. there? <laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs> she was all Oh, yeah, that's true. But no, it's gone so well that they've obviously they already announced a sequel, which I think is actually bad taste. Mm. Where uh, Barbie builds her own dream bomb mm. um, and uh, then uh, bombs, uh, yeah, all <laughs> yeah. of Lego Hema. So that's, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, that's what happens when you combine Oppenheimer with Barbie. You mm. get the film Barbie Q. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, thank you. On, thank okay. you, thank you, thank you. I'm here all week. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nuke Barbie <laughs> And uh, Nuke Barbie actually has genitals, Richard um, yeah. Yeah. yeah And their the, radiation Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: the no, God yeah. no. And they're say, massive So it took, it took
0: these two movies together, yeah. mostly Barbie but a yeah. bit from Oppenheim it Took $30 million at the Australian box office in one yeah, weekend he, So some people are saying, look, the cinema industry, we all forgot about going to cinema We, we got used to watching movies at home, the delights of home, the couch, the mm. popcorn Not having other annoying people near by, and this was the return of cinema. Do you agree? We've now back into cinema. Well, Ooh. I think it just comes down to you know have a good movie. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: And people will go and see it. Like Oppenheimer is, I haven't seen it yet, but it's fantastic. Someone in the audience just went
4: fantastic, Gary. Yeah, and it's fantastic. Yeah,
1: yeah. And Barbie, look, I want to see that as well. Um, of course, Barbie. I'm going to watch them at the same time. Okay, out. but wouldn't you rather <laughs> wait two
0: years and then watch them at, mo- at home on the couch? Nobody, oh. no annoying people in the cinema. Yeah, but when it's a good
1: film, you want to have that, you want to experience that with everybody so that you don't feel like the idiot that didn't see the film when everyone else did. Ah. You know? And
4: also Oppenheimer, the soundtrack is, yeah. you know, this is a 70 millimeter film, it's an incredible soundtrack and as far as I can understand, Chris Nolan doesn't use CGI, so they've got a credit for Foley artists which are, you know, the, mm-hmm. the radio, you know, the coconut shell things. So the... the, sound, the uh, I, know, you know. I know
3: you're excited about that, but he actually set off a nuclear bomb and killed a lot of people. So.
4: <laughs> and so we were in the cinema. <laughs> well, it sounded like it. What they can do with coconuts nowadays is... <laughs> Like, it just so they had to go through like 16,000 coconuts.
0: Yeah, I don't know how many but Foley imagine, artists
4: were killed in the making of this
0: soundtrack. But, but
1: imagine being the Foley artist and going, you've got to watch an, ex- an atomic explosion
0: and come up with a come up we, yeah. yeah well, like a whoopee we... cushion probably won't do it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get Boris from accounts and feed him beans for a week.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so we we, were, we watched Oppenheimer in the cinema and then um, as you're coming in, speaking of the atmosphere, oh, the whole cinema where we went had pink Balloons and Barbie lighting Mm. and pink popcorn. And when we came out um, of Oppenheimer, there was these little tables all set up with white tablecloths and little pink drinks and hardly anyone was there. And my husband and I going, oh, this is a bit sad, you know. They've got the Barbie party and no one's come. And then we walk out the door and there's over a thousand people (laughs) queuing up for like six blocks.
0: Did you have one when you were little? A Barbie doll?
4: Yeah, I did. I have I had one. We've got about forty at home now because we um, the Nargansie All Stars actually gave my eldest daughter her first Barbie. They used it in Death Capital, and it was a Barbie who was pregnant, and you opened her and took a little baby out of oh, her no. tummy. <laughs> And then she got about forty more because my husband used to go past op shops and he'd rescue Barbies. So we'd go in and buy. So we got Barbies that have you know like have got tats on them and their hairs you know and We've got we I love see that movie, yeah. I see that
2: movie.
4: We love them. Yeah, they're fun.
0: All right, who's happy <clears throat> to take a ruler to our happiness from this week's news? Who? Is happy well, this, to take a yes. Um yes. Well, this is our treasurer,
1: Jim uh, Chalmers, who uh, kind of released the well being budget. Um, and he changed his name to uh, Jim Chalmers.
2: <laughs> um, uh, I'm, I'm
1: on a pun roll today, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. just, I
3: would say more like a pun Roller coast, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's coast. Yeah, there's a, yeah.
1: Well, there's a couple of good yeah. ones there, yeah. Um, yeah, so basically he's found out that uh, Australians are less satisfied with life but living longer, mm. uh, which another way of saying is that people will get to complain for longer, basically. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I really do love the idea of announcing the budget at a wellness retreat. I mean, it just... I mean, it does, isn't it? Like, Jim can come out and say... You know, power bills going up <laughs> and relax. Dramatic cuts to hospital funds. Breathe in but probably won't breathe out because of the dramatic cuts to hospital bills.
0: But it's kind of nice. I really kind of like that idea. So I don't know, maybe it could catch on. Yeah, this is the idea that GDP is, is fine but it doesn't measure the real things that make us like life.
4: Oh, mm. it just makes me so mad. <laughs> I am so mad with Jim Ch- <laughs> I know, he. you know, he's trying to charm us into believing that the Australian economy is strong and financially, you know, stable and we've got a surplus and we're not struggling to pay electricity and gas and food and mortgages and rent because, of course, we've got a much better economic indicator and that is the well-being index. <laughs> and if you thought you could fudge the economic index, this... this <laughs> lumpy, (laughs) morphous saccharine it's like Jim Chalmers is like the Willy Wonka of the, he's feeding us fudge up to our eyeballs and now he's saying oh we're much happier because the sky is blue and the sea is green and there's nothing that makes us happier than a wet puppy in the park in the morning and it's all free, free, free and we're so freaking happy I know, I, I just... (laughs)
3: <laughs> you know what I love the most about that is just the idea of the person at the back of the room who's got their finger over the sensor button and so many times it felt like you were going to go there. <laughs> yeah. At one stage you said fudge and I saw yeah. someone panic and go... I think it's...
0: <laughs> No, when well, they said in my earpiece, could you get yeah. it back onto the offside yeah. rule? That was safer. <laughs> To, me- to measure our happiness and our well-being, hasn't I, I agree.
3: I know that's what we should be measuring. I, I, I me- measuring. I like the idea of this as well. You know that idea of the universal basic income that yeah, we all yeah. should have enough money just to kind of be happy. Like, I, I like that as an idea, but I don't think it's aspirational enough. I've got a better idea. Mm. It's called <laughs> the UAI, and it's the Universal Amazing Income. Because oh. <laughs> why settle at basic, yeah, right? Like, yeah. let's not to give us all enough just to get by. Let's give us an awesome amount of money that like it will be good for the economy because we'll have all this new money and Mm. then we can just spend it and then that stimulates come on guys it's pretty (laughs) bloody easy if you think about it you start with the acronym and you work
0: backwards so now I'm not an economist but won't that create inflationary pressures Will?
3: uh, Mate Mm. have you had a look at the news lately? What's going on in this country? Inflation and that's not under my plan so I reckon (laughs) I couldn't do worse right? Couldn't do worse and Will, you know, I, if things go wrong, we print more money. Anyway, I've yeah. heard. <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah, that's what you do. You just
4: that's print more it, money. Yeah, we
0: just print more money. <laughs> Who I wants Will trade. Anderson for treasurer?
2: Will yeah. 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 Anderson.
0: Will yeah. Anderson. On Thank God It's Friday. Thank God It's Friday with Richard Glover. Thank God, it's Friday. Dry, dry July ends next week. What are some of the things you'd be better off if you lived without them for at least one month? Will Anderson.
3: Uh, well, I do. I don't do uh, Dry July because I don't drink. I do uh, getting high July. Uh, it's okay. It's medicinal. Yeah. But um, I, cake for me. I eat too much cake. That, that's the truth. I've got a. Uh, there's a. So I. I eat so much cake that I literally, when I'm doing my stand-up shows, I have a piece of cake every day, I do a stand-up show, and I write a joke about cake into every year's stand-up show so I can claim that piece of cake I have that day on my tax. And I there are some accountants listening to this that say that doesn't work, but my accountancy firm, Price Waterhouse uh, Cake. <laughs> have told me yeah. that that is absolutely fine. Yeah, and he only yeah,
0: pays yeah. two... PwC, it's unusual because he only pays them crumbs.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, like... So, cake. Cake. Yeah. Cake, cake. I can't believe did it. Because you're so, you s-
3: s- 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 so yeah. thin. see, so thin. I had cake rake. today. I had oh. carrot cake today. It's a very oh, there's a little piece, bit of lump right. near your
4: ribs. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Mm, oh, Poking so out. He's skinny as <laughs> a long drink
3: of water.
1: G- Gary, what would you be better off without? Well... I mean, you eat cake every day. I have two eggs every day for breakfast. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, every me day. too, in cake form. In
2: cake
1: are <laughs> <laughs> Beaten yeah. and whipped with yeah. icing sugar and, and cream and stuff. No, but two eggs, I mean, that's 700 eggs a year. That's yeah. a lot of eggs. They're, they're good yeah. for you, though. Oh, they're good, yeah. I mean, I'm actually going to change my name from Gary Egg to Gary Egg. So. LAUGHTER well, so, I know, and I, I even have the head for it as well. So he, he, Richard, I beat Richard to the joke. He was about to have a go at my head. I thought, no, no, I'm going to do my own head joke, all right? Richard was so excited. And, oh, I get to do an egghead joke. Um, for the listeners, I'm bored, okay? But, um... Yeah, I mean, but I actually thought maybe it's a good opportunity to use that month to promote, you know, like, you know, the wrong type of eggs, like caged eggs. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, the bad type, uh-huh. yeah. Mm. And I, because I personally, I only eat, I seriously only eat those, you know, organic, free-roaming eggs, you know, where it's just one chook yeah. per 1,000 hectares. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it just wanders around, you know, getting daily massages and pep talks. Right.
0: And has Ladies. a little
1: chookmobile yeah. and, you know, go on, release the chicken within, you can do it, go. clackety <laughs> clack. <laughs> You're doing it for Gary, do it for Gary. Gary Egg, you can do it. go. And then, you know, it, um, snap his neck and eat for lunch. But, um, <laughs> no, but I think that's, I think, I don't know, maybe I think that's a good cause. Maybe I'll go off eggs, but then I'll promote the... No eggs. Do you eggs. think
4: it's exploiting chickens? It, full stop. No, I, I get mean, support from
1: chickens. Chickens pass me in the street. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, all right. 700 a year, that's tops, man, already. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're pumping <laughs> them out a two a day just for you, <laughs> mate. Excellent. Excellent, yeah. Egg-cellent. Egg-cellent, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> mean, what, what would you be better off without?
4: Well, I did try July. Um, I did longer than Try July, which was very, very successful and I feel really good about myself and I did it because I went on zero alcohol gin and now I feel like I'm just drinking too much zero alcohol gin <laughs> <laughs> because it's 35 bucks a bottle and you've got to put it in like at least three shots to taste anything, whatever it is. <laughs> I have no idea what it's made out of. And I'm drinking all this tonic, Indian tonic, which is full of quinine, and I don't even know whether Australia has malaria or not. But, <laughs>
0: It's just as well to be prepared, though. Yeah,
4: well, I'm prepared for any outbreak. Come on, mozzies, have a go. Can
0: someone explain to me the pricing structure of that alcohol-free drink? Because they don't have to pay the government taxes that the alcohol drinks do, and yet it's the same price. Yeah, the pricing structure is what the business calls lucrative.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, another sucker born yeah. every minute. Oh, zero. Well, they had to take the alcohol out and I think they remove it with tweezers. Uh, <laughs> Free-range yeah. chooks. I don't know how they get it
1: out.
3: <laughs> I love the idea that they have to make it with the alcohol first and then, then remove take it. it out. <laughs>
1: That's the job you want, really, isn't it? I'll do it. I'll take it out. Yeah. Me and my mates uh, will do it uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. And the right. next night. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's pretty,
4: um, you know, it's pretty, you know, like it's pretty fabulous of me to be addicted to something that's not addictive.
0: Yeah, like it takes a lot of work, really. <laughs> You'd be a real addict to do that, don't yeah, you? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 you're really Are we ready great. for the Wheel of Death, ladies no. and gentlemen? Yes. yes. Uh, the Wheel of Death uh, this week. Being taken uh, on reluctantly
1: <laughs> by Gary. Ek. I know because you know Richard sends you an email, right? Um, and it's always and you get the same email, yeah. and it says in big bold black type. Gary will do the Wheel of Death. Yeah. And I don't hear Richard's friendly tone like, Gary will do the Wheel of Death. Yeah. All I hear is, Gary will do the Wheel of Death. In front of everybody.
0: So I do put it in bold so it stands out. But, but do you think it would be better if it was in italics? or something? Just
1: italics or brackets or something. Or yeah. smiley face. Or, yes, you know, mom. thumbs up. You know, good luck. Or call it, don't call it Wheel of Death. Call it like Wheel of, you know, having a really good time.
0: And if people don't laugh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Well throwing yourself on the mercy of the audience, perhaps. perhaps. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's see anyway, what the topics are. Yeah. Uh, the topics this week, as given by our lovely audience here in Sydney, and, of course, the invitation is there for you to join this audience. Just go uh, put ABC TGIF into your search engine. You'll find our page and then a little, uh, uh, a little link to book your free tickets for Thank God It's Friday. You can tell who's coming up in the next few weeks. And if you're coming to town from outside Sydney, we love having you here. Uh, and, of course, if you're a Sydney-sider, we love having you here as well. So book your free tickets uh, by just by going to your search engine, ABC TGIF. Now, uh, you could be contributing these topics like Miss Piggy, Hangovers, Soccer, Whales, Porcupines, Wiley E. Coyote, Harbour Bridge, Traffic AI, 10,000 Steps, Ishae, Isha? Isha?
2: Isha? I don't know Asian what that man. is.
0: Uh, or egg, or cheese, or Matildas. Which one's full? You fill of, full of oh, fear. I mean, they're all horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think esche what, is because a
1: good it esche, is Esche, esche, as in like, do you esche somewhere? Or what, what is it? it? What does it mean?
2: Yeah.
4: No, it means a type of um, culty sort of way you speak, and, and esche is they wear trackies, don't they? This lady here is nodding. Yeah, trackies, <laughs> and you got a way of speaking. It's a really cool, esche. you know, like they're esche. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a kind a, of English it's word, word kind, for
0: bogan or something, is it? Yeah.
4: No. No, 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 it's cool, it's I'm not, cool. it's really cool. Are you saying
0: bogans aren't cool? Yeah.
4: <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Always. Okay, or shall I, I saw, uh, look, i just swing, i uh, well, oh, just messed something up, there. I just... Round and a... round and round it goes, where it stops, no one knows. Today's topics is <laughs> oh, eck! Oh. Eck! 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 Someone put eck there! Someone put eck there! What the Who put eck there? What the eck?
1: you to talk about yourself. I'm going to talk about myself. This Yeah. Well, that's um, I was born. Um,
2: <laughs>
1: that's, it's unusual. It's uh, I never get uh, chosen my own name. I mean... Where does the name come from? Well, it's actually funny. I mean, it is actually uh, German origins. Die Ecker, which means the corner. Um, so, my no, I family. I think the Ecker is the, uh,
0: the showground in Brisbane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, that's it as well. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot, a lot of X. In fact, there are a lot of Eck number plates at the moment. I don't know if anyone's noticed that, but uh, they're kind of everywhere, but that's the side point. But the history I mean, I did, um, I did actually study my surname, my origins, and my family because I, I, I studied uh, at Oxford, as you know, um, nameology. Namology? <laughs> Yeah, um, and which which Oxford? So, I mean, a lot of
2: <laughs> look, a, a lot Oxford of people. Street, yeah, right?
1: I mean, a lot of people are saying ox, ox, <laughs> Oxford Tavern in yeah, Stanmore.
2: Yeah.
1: and they're like, Gary, <laughs> like, you just went to Oxford Tavern every night of the week, didn't you? And I'm like, Mum, Dad, I didn't. All right, I, I I went to Oxford in the UK and I studied oh. nameology, okay. and and I thought it'd be really interesting to study the history of my own name because it, it goes back centuries. It goes back to the Dark Ages. Um, when uh everything was dark
2: <laughs> a lot of
1: darkness i mean that's what people thought will and gene and richard that uh the dark ages was like technologically not advanced it was just a really dark time there was the days were really short
2: right? <laughs>
1: and uh is a german word meaning uh night and day combined uh, it's kind of like a sunset Thus, and uh, the Eckes um, and that was the term, if they go back, and that's, that's the kind of phrase a lot of people used to say. Um, and that's where it sort of came from originally. But there were great, many great knights uh, that were called Eck. Uh, there was... Um... <laughs>
4: <laughs> the Knights of Eck? of them. The,
1: the Knights of Eck, the round table of Eck. Right? <laughs> and you had to be an Eck to get in. Yeah, and, yeah. Was, and you had a special phrase, you'd knock on the door, you know. Uh, you know, what the Eck? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bleed an Eck. You know, um, friggin' egg. And they'd let them all in, and all the eggs would gather around, and they would discuss. What, a dozen? A dozen <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Fresh X yeah, yeah, yeah. fresh X, here yeah, yeah. Um,
2: yeah, and, and, and saying, uh, if they
0: if they weren't running around on a crusade, there would be uh, free ranging
2: right?
0: <laughs> a lot of free ranging x, um,
1: yeah, and so they would discuss uh political matters, uh, how to make the world a better place, um, and it's the origins of the cults, every cult that we have today uh derives from the the, the round table of x the x, really? the x the. the, the, the The great X, Um, X, and then and then. Well, that's that's, why why Elon Musk. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Your brain and my brain went there at exactly the same time. And then and then we beat Richard, which is the good bit. (laughs) And I mean, yeah, I mean, all the cults, and, and I mean, he's our grandmaster. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. um, we all of get course. together, and I'm part of that underground cult now, um, of of great Grand X. So it's uh, a
0: bit like yeah. the, the the Knights of the Templar, isn't it? Is exactly bit, the has same? Dan Brown written a book about? Yeah,
1: yeah, Dan Brown's a, written. He's yeah. writing another book about my my family. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> I think it's called X Marks the Spot. Squat, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: Does he die, ladies and gentlemen, or does he live?
1: That was good. That was a bit of a group effort there. I enjoyed oh, that. Thank, yeah. thank God. You know why? Because I keep looking over at Will and Jean and Richard. Yeah. <laughs> <It's inclusive,
0: laughs> it was though. inclusive. I like yeah. It was inclusive. Yeah. I felt like we built something together. Yeah. Now, now, following yeah. that triumph, uh, Gary, tell us about your new book. Your uh, book coming out? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I'm going to show it. I brought it. Actually, uh, yeah. So it's called The Day the Moon Came to Stay. Uh, it's a beautiful uh, picture book uh, illustrated so it's, by it's me. It's for children. It's for, for children. For what yeah, sort of age? Three to six. Uh, three to six. And it's about a beautiful little. St- it's a beautiful story about a, a boy who looks up in the night sky and and sees the moon and looks really sad so he he writes a message on a paper aeroplane and and sends it to the moon and invites the moon to stay and it comes Mm. Um, and then the moon dies Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) sorry to ruin it for everybody spoiler alert Um, no, but it comes out on the 1st of August. And the next day, Richard, is a super full moon in Sydney. Oh, and uh And so there's also going to be a, a book launch on, on the 5th of August at uh, Berkalao Bookstore uh, at 11am on Saturday. So come well, on. Well, I know
0: you're good at writing with children because my grandson loves your Vegisora things. And I even took a photograph of him and sent it to you the other day. Yeah. He was, he was just absolutely transfixed by Gary's show on ABC TV for kids. It's uh, Ginger
1: and the Veggie Sauce. Vegetables, uh, ginger, vegetables and, as dinosaurs. Yeah. If you haven't yeah. seen it, broccoli sauce, trike and p rexes
0: Yeah, and, in, uh, yeah, re- and then here's I mean, the thing: it's inc- it has actually increased his consumption of vegetables. hooray! <laughs> It was, I know, because you sent me a photo, it was hilarious,
1: just of your grandson eating a, a banana yeah, and yeah. watching the show. Because he'd been yeah. watching the yeah, yeah.
0: Bananasaurus. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, Will, you've got a, you've got lots of performances coming up at the Sydney Comedy Store, August 5 and 19, plus September 2 and 16.
3: Yes, I'm doing my improvised show, What You Talking About, Will, where I just talk to the audience and make <laughs> up a show on the spot. And here's what I will say, Gary. It mm-hmm. offends me that all the times I've done this show, Richard's never put in bold, Will is doing Thing. the wheel <laughs> of death. No, yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm willing to do a 90-minute show that's completely improvised, but then he doesn't trust me for a minute and a half,
0: <laughs> If I do do it, it's going to be written in Comic Sans, <laughs> um, Now, let's, uh, let's, let's look at the poor old HSC students. They're doing their trials at the moment. Students around the state are trying to remember all the things they've learned over 12 long years of education. So what are the things you can still remember from your 12 years of education, Jean Kitson.
4: Well, we had one... Well, I don't know whether it's a 12-year, but my 12th year, we had this fantastic teacher called Mrs Figueroa, and not only did she... And her husband, Mr Figueroa, taught physics, but she taught English, and not only did she bring, bring Barry McKenzie books into the school, and then they were banned and they had to mm-hmm. you know go out again, but she taught us... Um, well, and Barry McKenzie books, of course taught me about satire, and we'd grown up on slapstick, so suddenly we had satire at slapstick, which is like the perfect double act. And so not only did she do that for us, but she also taught us to be able to see when people on television or politicians or anyone was trying to coerce us using language that was manipulative. And I'd never heard of this before. And she taught us about, you know, emotive language. She taught us how to, um, how, how to identify when people were having us on or trying to coerce us and she taught us how to defend ourselves against this coercion and manipulation and she taught us scepticism you know confirmed with reasoning and um and it's been the armor in mm, my life yeah. it's been but amazing do you know the date of the
0: eureka stockade <laughs>
4: yeah. I know She's nothing big. about the I'm a bit sceptical about whether that actually ever happened and whose side I would
0: have been on, I don't know yeah, yeah. What do you remember Will? It's you know, 12 long years of education you must remember something
3: I think I've actually mentioned this on the show before but uh, A-C-E-G-I-K-M-O-Q-S-E-W-Y which is every second letter of the alphabet um, <laughs> That's uh,
0: it <him>. <laughs> wow. okay, if, if he does it again we'll applaud right Do it again a bit more slowly
3: A-C-E-G-I-K-M-O-Q-S-E-W-Y M-O-Q-S-U-W-Y
0: Wow yeah.
3: That is because they used to make us do the left-hand side of the equations in U10 maths. They always had to do the left-hand side, which were always A, C, E, G, O. I can't do the other ones because they never made us do the right-hand side, (laughs) but I I remember that. I know that trigonometry is Yergi Monagert backwards. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I don't know a lot about maths. (laughs) That's what I will say. Top school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is what I remember mostly. Honestly, this is my most memorable time from school. When I was in year eight at school, there was a new kid come to our school and he was the first. I grew up in the country and this was like, you know, a long time ago now and he was it was the first like Asian kid I reckon ever like you know that I'd met at my school, and so it was like a real foreign thing for the country. And like you know, again, you're I guess you just don't. You're not worldly enough to understand, you know, what goes on. And so this poor kid's come to the school and he's sat there for a week and he's wearing a uniform that, like, you know when you see a kid at, like, their granddad's funeral and they've been put in a suit that's way too... That, like, that's what this poor kid looked like in the corner of the room. And on the third day, the English teacher has said to this poor kid, she's gone, come up the front and make a little speech to everybody about, you know, your life and introduce yourself. And uh-huh. even back then, like, uh-huh. you could feel... Even kids who can be cruel, we were all like, no, don't make... No, I'm not sure... <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure... Like, this kid can even, like, speak English, right? Like, we don't even know. He's just sat there quietly for three days. And to this day, probably the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because he goes up the front and he just breathes in and he just goes, My name is Wayne Wong and I come from Hong Kong. And if
0: you stick around, you can hear my song.
3: And then just raps this little rap about his life. And then just goes and sits back down. And to this day, still the coolest thing I've ever seen in my
2: life.
0: What are you, uh, 12 long years of schooling? What what do you remember? Ooh, so what was the question?
1: You know, the one thing I do remember is that comedy was never encouraged at school. You know, like, the teachers never said to me, Gary, keep mucking up, there's a career in that. (laughs) You know, and parent-teacher night was never, look, we just love how Gary distracts the classroom. (laughs) You know, everyone loses focus and I have to get them back together and it takes ages. We love that with Gary. (laughs) It was never, it was never kind of, you know, uh, there was no subjects related to comedy. I mean, you would know. I mean, you guys would never have done... you know Stand I mean maybe now they do it Well Jean yeah. had Barry McKenzie
0: lessons. Yeah. Well that's yeah, true But they didn't but like mean- They
4: didn't like You know like a distractor No I remember saying in an interview once When someone asked me about comedy How I was the class clown And someone who I hadn't seen For about 15 years Rang me up And said Hi Jean It's Blah Blah here I go oh, Hi how are you And she said I've just read where you said You were the class clown And she said I can't remember you being funny Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
1: know, <laughs> but I, my maths teacher Bob Hart uh, from Hawker College, he used to he used to come into the classroom and he'd write on in, on the chalkboard because chalkboard pog right, which was pick on Gary. Oh. That was that was the challenge. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. No, pick on it was kind of fun. Like, all like right. to have fun. It was like really, a banter. This is
3: like one of those repressed memories that you <laughs> yeah, have, yeah, like it's it a fun, fun, fun story, and we're all going, "Oh, you it okay?" It was really man? fun.
1: <laughs> well, it was so much fun. It really was. I mean,
0: yeah, no. I, actually, now that you think about. it <laughs> Well since you've named him uh, the ABC yeah. defamation lawyer just <laughs> really, it was fun fine. it was fun it
1: was fun. It, it was, was good, fun. good-hearted fun we'd have jokes at each other which was good. I mean Canberra School System's actually pretty good because you uh, high school goes up to year 10 and then year 11 and 12 is college, so it's separate and they sort of treat you like adults you don't have to wear a school uniform you call the teachers by the first name I mean you could I mean you could even smoke at our school and you didn't what? even. have to, yeah I know if you wanted to smoke, you could smoke outside with the teachers. Teachers.
2: Oh,
1: no. I, I kid you not. This is absolutely true. And I remember once,
2: how's this? The, the headmaster, everyone, everyone was
1: going to school social. Everyone was turning, turning yeah. up a bit drunk, right? And the headmaster got a bit annoyed and he said, okay, look, I don't want everyone turning up to the social drunk, so I'm going to put a breathalyzer outside. And if you get over the limit, you're not allowed in, which was the dumbest thing to do because the competition became who could get the highest reading. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a really good school.
4: Well, was it? I'm, I'm not
3: sure say. it was a school.
1: No. <laughs> oh, yeah, now that you think about it, there were
2: guys we're with tattoos and I
3: was
1: in a cell.
2: Yeah, they look at the
3: smoke and, in fact, you can
1: exchange the cigarettes <laughs> for different things. It's a, That's a t- sort of
3: currency. You know, a t- yeah, tins of
1: tuna every day for lunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, coming back to me, will.
4: We did vocational training in a laundry.
0: Oh, it's He still makes an excellent postal yeah. mail bag. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> who were the uh, who were the winners and losers of this week, Gary Eck.
1: Oh yeah. So uh, I, the, I'll combine mine. The winner loser that uh, only in America where that uh, they had the power ball, one billion dollars. Right. What? One billion dollars. One billion dollars. One billion dollars, US. So that's like 7 billion Australian. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and it got, the ticket was sold at a particular store. And in America, the winning store, the store that sold the ticket, gets a million dollars as well, right? Yeah. And so no one had claimed it. And so the reporters' media had sort of gathered outside this store, waiting for this person to claim oh. this ticket. And this woman comes out, and the reporter goes up to the woman and says, Look, did you just win, did you win the Powerball? And she bursts into tears and goes,
2: yes. Yeah. like, what? I can't believe it. such shock it's changed my life oh my god this is so
1: wonderful and all the reporters are filming this and it goes you know goes viral five million people watch this and then they found out she didn't (laughs) she just made it up and then she just said I just wanted to be on TV but the performance was so good I mean now now she's running for president
4: She's an influencer. <laughs> yeah.
0: And where was she educated?
1: <laughs> <Romantic>. College
0: campus. <laughs> yeah,
1: we used to hang out together.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. And that's Win- my combined winner.
0: Anyway. Yeah, okay, winners and losers. Will Anderson.
3: Uh, I might combine mine as well for time's sake. Uh, my dad, it was his birthday actually a couple of weeks ago, but it was his birthday, happiest 80th birthday to my father, so that's pretty yeah. exciting,
1: isn't
3: it? So he's a man of very simple... Uh, tastes and needs And so my mum decided She would go into Hayfield Which is a local big town To where we live About 1200 people And she went to the local bakery And she, she asked for a cake For my dad's 80th birthday And uh, they said Okay well do you want Any particular you know Theme and she said Well he's turning 80 And you know what He loves the Hayfield Football Club They are the kangaroos They have the colours Blue and white stripes She said Well you know Why don't you make it Like blue and white stripes You know make it a kangaroo So my father And I'm very happy To show you a photo of this After if you don't believe me But my father father got a cake for his birthday that said happy 80th birthday Hayfield Football Club (laughs) (laughs) did not mention his name at all he
1: was
0: not involved. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And he still loved it. Yeah. And he still loved it, I bet. Gene Kitson, who were the winners and losers? Oh,
4: well, yeah. the, the, I thought the... Um, Dan Andrews was a winner again. This is not This is not very boffo. This is a bit, you know, like, anyway, I'll say it. Because he was named in the IBAC Cash for Access Report into systemic corruption in the Victoria Labor Party and then his name was taken out of the second draft and replaced by senior people in the Labor Party who were suddenly expendable. So he's the winner because he got was in the IBAC report, and then he's out of the IBAC report. No, that was
0: a, in, as incomprehensible as Ershay. <laughs>
4: yeah, I well, oh, was it. Okay, well, okay. There was a report into corruption, blah, 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 blah. and then I was just going to have him as a, as the loser or the people in Victoria. But then I thought I actually can take say the alphabet backwards, and I learned that at school: Z Y X W V U T S R Q P O M N L K J I H G F E D C B A. Double act, yeah. Here. And they well, say education
3: Boop. is wasted on the young, there you go. If Gary could dancing. just learn every second one B, D, D, yeah, yeah. yeah, and we well, yeah and then we'll, well. Then we'll the be the a triple congru- act. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's a show that no
0: one sees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please thank Gene Kitson, Gary Eck, and Will Anderson. Yeah. Remember to go and see Ainsley Farrell. She's on tomorrow night in Newtown. Remember, Gary's got the new book out and Will Anderson is playing the City Comedy Store August 5 and 19, September 2 and 6. Uh, thanks for being part of it. Next week, uh, Mandy Nolan will be here, James O'Loughlin and Tommy Dean. Music from the great diva Bernadette Robinson. Until then, I'm Richard Glover and thank God
2: it's Friday! Yeah!